perfect redemption, the purchase of blood. To every believer, the promise of God, the vilest offender who truly believes that moment from Jesus a pardon receives. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory, great things he hath done. By this, without, by this we know that we have come to know him, if we keep his commandments. The one who says, I have come to know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, in him the love of God has truly been perfected. By this we know that we are in him. The one who says he abides in him ought himself to walk in the same manner as he walked. Hi, I'm Michael. Hi, I'm Cameron. We're here this week to tell you that history repeats itself because we fail to learn her lessons. Oh, yes. <laughs> and we don't teach history anymore either. So No, no, no. We teach it, but we... We don't teach it right. We turn into <laughs> bad Jedis. Hey, okay, gotcha. Remember? No. Uh, that's what Obi-Wan tells Luke, I didn't lie to you. What I told you was true from a certain point of view. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, there's there's your problem with modern history. So we have three, count them, three chronicles of insanity. I'm not even calling them news stories. I'm calling them chronicles of insanity because that is what they are. They're a demonstration that the world has done bumped its head and lost its mind. Mm -hmm. All right. Here we go then. Are you sure? No. <laughs> Smart woman. I had a good day at Walmart and Sam's Club. We I'm have not sure. found <laughs> the structural racism. Oh, we've actually found the structural. I do not do well with our words. <laughs> there are some words I just cannot physically well, say. Well, don't ask me to say certain words and I won't be. <laughs> we have found but, it both literally and figuratively. What about physically? That would be literally. Oh, that is literally. Okay. I'm just... <laughs> a literal structure. It's going to be yeah, one of those days, folks. It's going to be one, of those, be one of those days. Pray for me. Pray for oh, me. Oh, pray for you. Yes, I have to live with you. I have to live in me. The National <laughs> Archives Task Force on Racism. There is a, such a thing? A National Archives Task Force on Racism claimed in a little-noticed report to the U.S.'s top librarian... Ooh, there's a top librarian. I, I just, I'm the geekiest of all geeks. <laughs> In the land of the nerds, I am king. Oh my gosh, some seventy. Oh, it's the crypt keeper with a bun <laughs> and glasses. Sorry, <laughs> I liked that dude. Oh, I did too. I'm not nothing against so yes, him, but I'm just. They have reported <laughs> to the United States' top librarian that the archives' very own rotunda. Which sounds like the world's worst feminist superhero. Yes, it does. <laughs> Sorry. No. We, we are not having a good day. No, we're not. This, this building, the Rotunda. Uh-huh. It's a round house, building, of course. Houses the Declaration of Independence. Yes. Before Nicolas Cage stole it. Oh, of course. <laughs> the United States Constitution and the Bill of Rights. I've been there. I've seen this. Okay. This is an example of structural racism. And the Founding Fathers and other white, historically impactful Americans are portrayed t- 
too positively. Too positively. Okay, so it's not that they weren't bad. They were just too good. Or it's not that they weren't good. It's just we... But we put, we we propped them up too much for their goodness. Is that what we're doing? Because report, he didn't say they were bad, just too positively. The report Lord was completed in April and released this month, but so far has flown under the media radar. The task force claims that structural racism unequivocally impacts how National Archives and Records Administration employees interact with each other. How somebody interacts has nothing to do with what's in a rotunda. How they interact with each other? Customers and the historical records themselves. Oh, so there's somewhere in those documents something that says that you can't give but a certain percentage of them so nobody can have all of them at one time? I Just mean, in case you're wondering. This is stupid. Some examples of structural racism were provided in the summary of the report. Oh, good. Including legacy descriptions that use racial slurs and harmful language to describe by, uh, I hate the BIPOC communities. It sounds like a rapper. Yo, I'm BIPOC. What is a BIPOC? Uh, black indigenous peoples of color. Black indigenous. Oh, so it's a grouping of people. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm thinking it's like a specific group of people. I'm like going now, so black. At- these black slurs and harmful okay. language includes actual racial slurs alongside terms such as. Ready? Mm. Elderly. <laughs> handicapped. <laughs> and illegal alien. <laughs> Yeah, we should be immigrants, illegal immigrants. Oh, my God. Okay, I thought you were going to say something like rude, ugly, like not very. Well, these, okay, are, these are the offensive terms. Oh, really? Additionally, the report categorized the National Archives Rotunda as another example of structural racism. As it lauds wealthy white men in the nation's founding while marginalizing BIPOC. Again, black, indigenous, and other people of color. So it it marginalizes BIPOCs, women, and other communities. There is no other communities in that. You're either white, black, indigenous, another person of color, or a woman. I'm I'm Uh, like you. What are these? (laughs) Are the aliens? They are the aliens. We found the little green men, but wouldn't they be other people of color? Yes, it would be because they're greens of color. Last time I checked. But are they people? Maybe not. Could be animals. Oh, they left out the animals. Um, they didn't count cows and chickens and pigs. Boo. Yep, and dogs. Addition. And cats. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I read that part. The task force suggests ways to reimagine the rotunda, including the wait, 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 <laughs> including staging, <laughs> dance, or performance <laughs> art in the space that invites dialogue about the ways that the United States has mythologized the founding era. Nobody's mythologized it. That's wait, just wait, those no, are the no, people no, who. No, you missed the best part dance. of that. We're <laughs> going to reimagine the rotunda through interpretive dance. So we're going <laughs> to dance with a hula hoop instead. Instead of saying it's round. Oh, what's that movie where they, they, they comically challenge each other to a dance off? Like that's what bring they're. Ar- that's what they're arguing here. So it's like bring it. This is but, this oh, is the yes. argument. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Where? where? You better step. You better recognize. River dance. <laughs> I mean, Michael Flatley. <laughs> I mean, you bring your Michael Flatley. We have the BIPOC dance of my ancestors. Yeah, I mean, I, that doesn't make okay. We're gonna so re- instead of just writing paper and having seminars on this, but I guess people are not. I, I don't know. Instead of just 
starting to discuss it, we're going to have to dance it because people read dance better. Well, no. So this is this is the beauty of this. This is how this is this so stupid. This doesn't make sense. This is so stupid. Money so being wasted. So we have problematic language written in the presentations and documentation that is included in the rotunda. So what we yes. need to do to combat that to change written language we is need to, to have dance and performative <laughs> art that invites dialogue i've never watched someone perform in dance or in performative art looked at them and said you know what i think they want to talk to me <laughs> because when people want to talk to me you know what they do they walk they, up and say, say hey, hey i want to talk to you <laughs> yeah i want to talk to you yeah this is a way of let's do something to help solve the problem that wasn't that won't help solve the Why problem do I have a funny so we feeling can... their reimagining is going to involve lots of stereotypical drums and like hey yeah, hey, uh-huh. yeah, hey, yeah, hey yeah, I hey, have yeah, a hey. feeling yep the report, in courses and things yeah the report also called for trigger warnings I thought we covered this a few weeks ago that trigger warning was bad because it makes people think of gun that's exactly. traumatizing so, so they didn't even read their own ang- uh, literature uh-huh. So we have trigger warnings to be put in place with historical content. You ready for this? To forewarn audiences of content that may cause intense psychological and physiological symptoms. Huh, sticks and stones can break your bones, but words will never hurt me. Do we now, not remember Apparently this? words are going to cause someone a seizure because they read the Declaration of Independence. I'm like, I, I can't handle the white People have the freedom. White people gave people freedom. That's not right. Providing oh, an advisory word. notice to users gives us an opportunity to mitigate harm and contextualize the records. It creates a space to share with the public our ultimate goals of reparative description. I don't even know what that means. Demonstrate our commitment to the process. Fight the power. Process. And address any barriers that we may face in achieving these goals, i.e. the size and scope of the catalog and the ever-evolving knowledge we gain regarding what is harmful. You know what, listening to all that reminds me of, in order for our public schools to be accredited, they have to have, like, either reach certain goals, have enough, reach certain grades, have enough teachers that have enough degrees of certain calibers, or they have to have enough programs in which parents and the communities involved in. And they write it all out with jargon like that. That means nothing. I say, I remember. None I, of that means a thing. I'm sure you had this. You and I have both been in public schools before as yes. teachers. Yes. You had lesson plans rejected, right? Mm-hmm. I did too. And you know what the number one reason for a lesson plan rejection was? It's too vague. The accomplished objectives of the lesson plan are not properly measurable. Yeah. So in other words, I can't approve this lesson plan because I won't know when it's successful because the way you, the objectives you're attempting to They're subjective, give not objective. are subjective. Therefore, yeah. we can't measure them. That all changed is, in the mid-2000s. But here you go. This is 2005, 2006. This is it in a nutshell. Yeah. Those objectives are all subjective, subjective in nature. They cannot be measured, which, nope. by the way, was always my problem with lesson plans because me teaching students something is not, whether or not I did a good job of explaining the material is not objectively measured. Uh-uh. Because I can do an excellent job of explaining material, and the student can just not be paying attention. Yeah. Therefore, he will not objectively right. demonstrate that he doesn't know anything, and that's not a failure on my part. This mm-hmm. is this is the problem with education. It is an entirely subjective process, dependent upon student motivation. But that's a different discussion yeah. for another day. Another day. But this, yes, you're but, right. It, it, it's it's completely arbitrary. All of it because it's all based on individual people. You get 50 people to sit there and watch this, and 50 people will have different opinions as to whether or not it is successful. I need two buttons. Uh-huh. 
I told Lou yesterday, remember how Staples used to sell that, the easy button? You push the button, it goes, that I know was easy. a lot of people who own yeah. that, yeah. I want the RC Sproul button, uh-huh. where I push the button and I have the RC Sproul quote when he sits there and goes, what is wrong with you people? Uh-huh. <laughs> I need that button. I need that button okay. in my life. I need a second button. All right. I want the Sherman Potter button. I want to push the button and have Sherman Potter go, horse hockey. Yep. <laughs> You can buy them because, especially, I can order them through my special needs catalog because I they need, have it for children who have hard time speaking. You can record things for I them. I need that but, in my life. I just want to hit but the yes. button. Every time something like this comes up, I want to hit the button. Sherman Potter goes, horse hockey. Exactly. <laughs> and if you don't yes. know who Sherman Potter is, go watch bad 80s sitcoms. It will do you good. MASH. I can't say bad 80s sitcoms. No. MASH was, well, MASH was good for like four or five years, and then it's kind of. It went political, it, of course, well, like everything else. Well, then it's too Vietnam depressing. But anyway. Yeah. But at first, it was really, really good. So, okay, why do we care, Christian, about this story? Because we've talked about this before. When do the locusts stop again? Exactly. They don't. Exactly. They don't. So, here's the thing. Why can't we rewrite history? Because it's already happened. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you can't go back and change what happened. That's the lying. Goal, the goal of honest, now this is something Lou and I talked about yesterday. Mm-hmm. The goal of honest Christian sanctification requires you to do what with your sin? Acknowledge it legitimately Uh don't make excuses for it don't hide it now if we rewrite history or we try to sugarcoat who did something because we think there were too many white males um then we're no longer dealing with our history honestly Mm -mm. and look as someone with a history degree we can honestly deal with our history we can sit here and say that thomas jefferson's not an angel we no. can sit here and say that the American westward expansion was not as pure as the driven snow. Mm-mm. And you know what we can also say? That's how every nation on earth has expanded, because that's what happens east of Eden. Exactly. And we can acknowledge this, and I don't have to worry about whether or not you're offended because your great-great-grandfather was shot by a Springfield rifle in 1874 in the Plains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care. And you know who else shouldn't care? You shouldn't you. either. You, I mean, yeah, unless you, you got shot with a Springfield it. rifle. No, yeah. don't even, we are too, yeah, we are too, too beholden to feelings exactly. that have nothing to do with what's going on today. Unless somebody shot you with the rifle, sit down and shut up. Yeah. Sit down and shut up and leave history alone. Pre- present it honestly, mm-hmm. present it objectively. Part of the complaint I was reading through some of this is Thomas Jefferson is described as a visionary and things like that. Yeah, I've heard well, that before. Well, he is. He is, yeah. The, the document that he is responsible for primarily writing, the Declaration of Independence, is visionary. Again, news for you. For all of you going, well, Thomas Jefferson owned slaves, realize that it was his wording in the Declaration that was the seed sown for the emancipation movement of the 19th century. Yep. It was his principles. Look, sometimes you live in a world where your principles cannot be put into action, but defending the principle allows the action to come later on. Exactly. He, is, he was giving an idea again, of what he would like to see. And in his current circumstances, he didn't see it possibly nations, as Nations are be, not different from people in this regard. You have a progressive time. sanctification, a progressive sanctification, meaning you are getting better over time. Mm-hmm. Nations are getting better over time. We don't get better by looking at our past and going, look at those sinful idiots and what they did. Sit down, have some self-awareness, and move on. Yep. You ready for story number two? All righty. Medical biology. Medical biology you categories. Would think, you would think I'm repeating myself, <laughs> but I am not. What? 
During a recent endocrinology course at a top medical school in the University of California system, a professor stopped mid-lecture to apologize for something he had said at the beginning of class. All right, wait a minute. Endocrinology. So we're talking about sugar. Well, it's study the study of, the, system. of yeah, the endocrine system. Yeah, the endocrine system. He had to apologize for something he said in class. Okay. I don't want you to think that I am in any way trying to imply anything. This is his apology. And if you can summon some generosity to forgive me, I would really appreciate it, the physician says in the recording provided by a student in the class. Again, I'm very sorry for that. It was certainly not my intention to offend anyone. The worst thing that I can do as a human being is be offensive. No, there's a lot of things much worse. I would agree. Would you like to know the offensive term? All right. What did he say? His offensive term was using the term pregnant women. That is not offensive. That is an honor. I said when a woman is pregnant, which implies that only women can get pregnant, and I most sincerely apologize to all of you. And if I was a student, I would have to get up and say he is no longer worthy to be called a doctor. He is a disgrace to his profession and walk out because that is ridiculous. I am a woman. That is, a, that is an honor to be a woman who is pregnant, a the pregnant reason, the woman. The reason why we got the recording of this is because this is not the first time the student had here a professor apologized for using the terms male. Mm-hmm. Female, man, woman. Why would medical school professors apologize for referring to a patient's biological sex? Because they're paid to. Because in the context <laughs> of this medical school, acknowledging biological sex can be considered transphobic. Nope. When sex is acknowledged by her instructors, this is from the student, it's mm-hmm. sometimes portrayed as a social construct, not a biological reality. In a lecture on transgender health, an instructor declared biological sex, sexual orientation, and gender are all constructs. These are all constructs that we have created, to which I should say, in the most mature and technical language possible, must possibly mustered. No, I can say no. Would you no, like it's to not. Hear, would you like to hear the fruit of this stupidity? Well, this is okay. Go ahead. This is the fruit of this stupidity. All right. New England Journal of Medicine, 2019. Reports the case of a 32-year-old man who went to the ER complaining of abdominal pain. Mm-hmm. While the patient disclosed he was transgender, mm-hmm. his medical records did not. So he's a transgendered man. So it was a woman. So it's a woman. But on Dressed all as a medical, man. because we are aligning all of the records and documentation with the identity, what do all the medical records say? Uh, a man. Dude. So he comes in with abdominal pain. All right, so well, if you're looking at this chart in the hallway, you're looking at abdominal saying, pain. 32-year-old male abdominal pain. <sighs> the triage nurse determined that the pregnant who was obese was in pain because he had stopped taking a medication meant to relieve hypertension. Okay. This would be a Reason. rational understanding. Yes, it would. I've got a fat 32-year-old man who has stopped taking his blood pressure medicine who is now complaining of Abdominal pain, pain. yeah. Again, abdominal pain can be unusual because chest and abdominal are so linked that people mistake every year. People mm-hmm. go to the doctor mistaking gas and inte- gastrointestinal problems for heart, heart problems because they put the same pressure. So you stop taking your blood yes. pressure meds. You're having abdominal pain. They're probably connected. Uh-huh. Let's fix your dosing and send you home. Yeah. This was no emergency, she decided. The nurse is right in this case. She was wrong. The patient was, in fact... In labor. Yep. Pregnant and in labor. And by the time the hospital staff realized that, it was too late. Baby was dead, and the patient, despite his own shock at being pregnant, was shattered. 
Shouldn't been. You're a man now. You can't have a baby. Therefore, you shouldn't be surprised that this baby didn't survive because you're a man. This is what happens when the stupidity of that babe. evaluating ourselves through the lens of how I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't like our history because it's triggered me. <gasps> I said triggered. Someone shot a gun at an Indian once. And <gasps> I said Indian. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. It's an indigenous person of color. <gasps> there's no end to the stupidity. No, there's of not. The only end is death. And now here's what happens. When that starts to infest itself, you ever wondered what Jesus was talking about when he said a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Exactly. This is what he's talking about. Uh That little bit of idiocy about your history, influencing your language about your history, now creeps into concepts of how you see yourself and the people around you. We then start teaching this to future doctors who codify it in official documentation, paperwork. Which leads to literally death. death. That child died because of this woman's. There is a way which seems right to a man, and in the end, that way leads leads to to death. death. And there's a prime example right there of scripture come to life in real time. This is Moses. I put before you this day two decisions Mm -hmm. choose life. Mm-hmm. You follow you 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 ignore Yahweh's commands. You walk in the ways of the pagan nations around you. You walk according to your own ideas, and you will walk a path that leads to death. death. You follow Yahweh. You do what He has proclaimed to you. You honor Him and serve Him, and you will walk in a pathway that leads to life. life. Yep. This is a consistent theme throughout Scripture. I mean, funeral psalm, right? What are we reading at everybody's funeral? If you don't read it at the funeral, the funeral home will print it on the back of your bulletin. <laughs> it is mandated. Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley, valley of the, the shadow, shadow of death, death I will fear, fear no, no evil, evil, for thou, thou art with me. me. Now, what protects me from that death? Thy rod and mm-hmm. thy staff. In other they words, when me. the sin, when the iniquity evil of this world comes calling upon the people of God, God uses a big stick to smack the evil away. Mm-hmm. That's how this is supposed to work. This is why I read the, uh, the passage I read from, for, um, from 1 John. They can't walk in the truth because mm-hmm. there, there isn't any truth. No. They'll lie about history. They'll lie about reality. They'll lie about themselves. And they'll, although they knew the, the, uh, the ordinances of God, they not only rejected them, but they gave hearty approval to those who did the same. There's your... Romans. Romans 1. Yeah, Romans 1. The kids and I just finished that uh, this, this is, week. The this is our, our chapter for the week. The int- when a pagan world is left to its own pagan desires, it produces pagan fruit, which is... Death. 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 Now, why do I tell you all of this? Because this is not getting any better. Mm-mm. Story number three. Oh, okay. According to the American Medical Association... These are the people that recommend, you know, four to five doctors, you know, these guys. Okay. Sex should be removed as a legal designation on the part of public birth certificates. No. Because, again, you're going to have the same issues. Your health issues. You cannot. Requiring it can lead to discrimination. And an unnecessary burden on individuals whose current gender identity does not align with their designation at birth. Namely, when they register for schools, sports, when they adopt, get married, or request personal records. How about when they go to the hospital with abdominal pain 
and uh-huh. their records are aligning with how their stupid broken brain feels yes. as opposed to what the biological reality of their guts is. Therefore, that woman should be charged with murder because she pretended to be a man and ignored the fact that she was a woman, therefore causing the life of a child. That is this? murder. Willie Underwood III, M.D., Sounds like okay. I hope he got beat up a lot in high school. <laughs> Willie, anybody, the, what is his name? Willie Underwood the Third. Underwood the Third. You think you stop it after the first, after the See, second? <laughs> he's from Kentucky. Oh, really? He's got to be. Why, Willie? Because if he was from like Maryland or New York, he'd be William, he'd be William Underwood the Third. But because he's Willie Underwood the Third. He's Willie Underwood the Third, MD. I, I got me the fancy book learning He's stuff. He's a foot doctor, <laughs> but it's a doctor nonetheless. <laughs> he is okay. the author of Board Report Fifteen, which sounds like the dumbest uh, horror movie ever made. I was thinking is that medical documentary about oh shoot fire. Back in the seventies, you you had me watch it. Oh no, that's a great movie. Oh, it is a good movie. Article yes, 99. yeah, Article ninety nine, board fifteen, or whatever. Keith Sutherland, yes. Ray Liotta. Oh yeah, uh, that was a great movie. Keith, uh, uh, David Keith, yes, who is in every movie that you never pay attention to, and nobody knows who David Keith is. Who's a phenomenal mm-hmm. actor. Yeah, dude has made millions of dollars doing voice work because he's got a great voice. Yeah, you should also see him in. Um, he's the uh, he's the great guy in. Um, Men at work with um, mm-hmm. Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. I am I am a David Keith. Fan. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, when you said that any any yeah. single word a with a number movie. behind it reminds me of yeah. that. Well, Willie <laughs> Underwood the Third, MD, which also sounds like a bad TV show starring Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> Don't give him ideas. He's already been a doctor. All third board report fifteen, as opposed to board report fourteen, and explains that a standard certificate of live birth is critical for uniformity, collecting, and processing data. But the government issues birth certificates to individuals. Hence the reason we can put whatever we want on there. According to the report, forty-eight states, Tennessee and Ohio, are the exceptions. Mm-hmm. Allow people to amend their sex designation on their birth certificate to reflect their gender identities. But only 10 states allow for a gender-neutral designation, usually X, on birth certificates. The State Department does not currently offer an option for a gender-neutral designation on United States passports. Well, again... They you, shouldn't. Because they there's shouldn't. No there's thing. no such thing as gender-neutral. You're either... There is nothing... Once upon a time, some fool told some little girl that... I, she liked trucks and things, and therefore that was wrong. And so she didn't grow up to be a monster truck driver. When we have monster, and there's you could be a girl and still play monster, play with monster trucks. You can also be a boy and still like to have tea parties with your sister's stuffed animals and whatnot. No, because you can't. yes, you can. No, you can't because you have a sister and she needs someone to play with. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I know. And but you also turn around and play with monster trucks. You can do both. Oh, see, but you don't realize. Let's go back to Willie. Oh, gosh. Willie Underwood the third MD. Uh-huh. Assigning sex using binary variables in the public portion of birth certificates fails to recognize the medical spectrum of gender identity, and this can be used to discriminate. There is no, no. medical spectrum of gender identity. No. It's, okay, you're ready. It's, it's mental gonna, it's, identity. It's either an any or an outie. Exactly. That's how this works. Yes. And you people know what I mean. Yes, exactly. <sighs> Jeremy Toller, MD. A delegate for, from GLMA, Health Professionals Advancing LGBTQ Equality. How do you write that on a business card? Seriously. <laughs> said transgender, gender non-binary, and individuals with differences in sex development can be placed at a disadvantage by the sex label on the birth certificate. 
We unfortunately still live in a world where it is unsafe in many cases for one's gender to vary from the sex assigned at birth. Okay. Where? Outside the U.S. Because in the U.S. it is not unsafe at all. There's been a few studies that go back several years that transgenders are typically... And I don't know, there's just, there was actually, I just saw a study that came out on this today that maybe refutes some of this, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the, the old data the old that data. shows okay. that they, per capita, mm-hmm. they are abused and murdered at a higher rate than heterosexual couples when you, uh, when you balance uh, population. So like, so like, so, so like for one out of every 100 heterosexual partners, will be abused or killed in their lifetime. I'm just throwing a number out there. Okay, this is about for people who are couple, like the, the other... End no, 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 the, no, 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 no. I'm talking about people who are heterosexual. Yes. So, like, so I'm just throwing a number out there. Okay. So, if it's, so if the number for heterosexual people is the number who will be murdered and abused, is like 1 in 100. Okay. For transgender people, it's like 1 in 20. And this is through the population general, or who are in a relationship or abused by the other person. Or I'm just, getting to that. Well, okay. I'm just talking about... So, Heterosexual okay. people, I, I use poor language, so forget everything I've said thus far. Okay. <laughs> Transgender people are murdered and suffer physical slash sexual abuse at a higher rate than heterosexual people. Okay. So if a heterosexual person is abused or murdered in a one in a hundred clip, it's like one out of 20 for transgender. Okay. What that research always fails to mention when they put the headline out is mm-hmm. 99 times out of 100. That murder or abuse is done by a known sexual partner. Okay, so yeah, it's not the public in general is doing this. But it's they the individual. Did, they but never that's why say they sit that. there and say transgender people are killed and abused at a higher rate. Yes, by their, their own, own people. people. Why? Because let's be honest. You ready, Christian? Here we go. Transgenderism is a mental, mental illness, mm-hmm. and if it's not a mental illness, it is the fruit of. Gross, and I say when I say gross, I don't mean ew, icky, disgusting. I'm talking about the technical medical term gross, meaning large. large. Yeah, it is a gross sin that has manifested itself in mega ways. Yes, it is a large sin, and in that, that is that going way. to yeah. lead to breakdowns in relationships, both yes. at home, at work, in school, everywhere. So yes. Transgenders do suffer more violence per capita, but they suffer it at the hands of typically other transgenders because they're operating in a community with higher rates of unrepentant sin, narcissism, pride, and mental illness, illness, which is going to lead to violence. 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 You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Do not be dismayed, Christian. What's the cure for all of this? Jesus. Exactly. What's the one thing this group won't turn to and that the one thing the world doesn't want to turn to? Jesus. And they're because fighting it for all they're worth and they are losing. This piggybacks on exactly what Lou and I talked about yesterday. If you're unwilling to be honest with yourself first, you can't actually be honest in the world around you. You can't function in an honest manner. You're doomed from the very start. Christian, we have to be honest with who we are, where we are, what we are, how we got here, and what we're going to do about it. Because until we get to that point, we can't get to that point with the world. And we have to be willing to do that with ourselves so that we can stand at looking at the world and say, hey, no. To quote the great prophet, homie, don't play that. <laughs> we have to go in a different direction because, again, mm-hmm. where does this stop? This literally leads to death. death every you're you're seeing the proof of it right here. Right here. You're seeing the proof of it. They're killing their own kind just because. It stops. They're not right. It stops. They're wrong. 
when the Holy Spirit reigns. Mm-hmm. And that happens as we are faithful to proclaim and live according to the truth. Live not by lies. Live according to the word of God and walk faithfully. So what have we yes. learned here today, children? We have to be honest about why we're here. Yes. We have to be honest about what we are. Mm-hmm. And we have to be honest about who we are. Anything less leads to death. Questions, comments, complaints, send them to info at practicaltheologyministries.com. If there is a story you would like to see us cover, send that too to info at practicaltheologyministries.com. <sighs> it's a fun mm-hmm. world out there, Christian. Trust in Christ. Lean in Him. Read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye.